Latinos Out Loud podcast. You remember, we were talking a lot about the Dominican Film Festival. It's still buzzing. It's still leaving me with a buzz. I still got that electrification factor. I'm making up words here today. It's all good. That's what you get at Latinos Out Loud. So yeah, we did the Dominican Film Festival, and we were so delighted with the events and the panels. Yours truly got to moderate one of them about how Dominicans are shaping Hollywood And I am really excited right now to talk to the amazing red carpet correspondent of Latinos Out Loud. Please put your hands together for Michelle Adana. Michelle Adana! Is in the mother effing casa. The Zoom casa. We outside inside. Yeah. I love that we're outside inside because I love to be outside, but let's keep it real, people. It's too cold. It's it's cold. Uh, I, I have fragile everything. Yeah. So I don't like to. Anyway, girl, it's good yeah. to see you, boo. I love seeing you. I'd like to see you in person, but over Zoom is also satisfying. It's very nice, my friend. What's good? How you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. You know, I'm still like getting refreshed off after that meal from last Thursday. And I'm I'm feeling refreshed over all that beautiful, juicy information I got from the Dominican Film Festival. Yes. I'm feeling really blessed. Um, actually, uh, one of my interviews um, with an actor, he, we talked for like 20 minutes. I don't even know if y'all gonna put this in, but we talked for like 20 minutes and he told me to go home and read this book called The Alchemist. And I just finished the book oh. and I'm like, let's go. I'm super inspired if y'all, if you've never read it is basically about following your dream and all that happens to get there and so it was beautiful it was inspiring i feel really motivated um and i'm feeling good i'm feeling i'm feeling awake (laughs) yes but let's talk about this dominican film festival well you are out there with your mic getting your hands dirty getting Mm. spit on by everybody walking by on the red carpet and you're taking that saliva like a champ for us. I'm like, thank you. Next. <laughs> thank you. No, it's hard in the entertainment biz to be that close with people. You constantly get saliva on. Constantly. All right. Let's talk about the saliva. Whose saliva did you get on your face at the Dominican Film Festival? Don't oh take my. that out of context. Don't okay. take that out of context. We're talking um, about on the red carpet. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Only red carpet. Listen, um, I was able to talk um, with the team of El App, this movie coming from the R, where they speak three different languages Stop in the playing. movie. No, there was like three Mandarin, languages? Spanish, and English. And it yes. was so beautiful because they're like, yeah, we did that on purpose and we're bringing in all this culture and and because this is like what's going on in the world. Um, I was able to talk to Henry Dominguez, uh, Lali Amante, Black Rose, Elvis. Um, Elvis Nolasco. Exactly, exactly. I really enjoyed um, the the listening to the talkback of the Dembo. There was a Dembo short. La Cuna del Dembo. Mm -hmm. That was beautiful, especially because where I am in my life, that's my music. Like, that's my music. Put on some dumbo. I don't want to hear it. Um, And to see not only that it is being recognized 
in mainstream media, like with Tokisha and Madonna, with Titi Me Preguntó, Talk with Bad Bunny. Talk about it, Tokisha. Talk about it. Quiero meterte en mi habitación. Quítate los tacos. Quítate los pantalones. Yo, I don't know. I'm just vibing here no, with Tokisha's mind. You know, you know the lyrics. Don't play. A little bit, you know. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but just, just to see that and see someone put that together and be like, let's talk about all the parts of this industry. Let's talk about the impact of it. Was beautiful because I love hearing like things that I already take in. I already consume this music. Let me learn a little bit about the background of it. Um, I feel like it's just, you know, this industry, if you really just focus on things that you are passionate about, you can make it out of whatever situation you were once in, whatever you were born into, whatever situation, circumstances w was happening. I would like to piggyback on the back of the pig. I just want to say that I appreciate film. And this is going to sound like a double entendre here, but I appreciate film for changing the narrative. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because it is films like that, La Cuna del Dembo, other films that we saw a part of the Dominican Film Festival. Shout out to Catherine Castro. Shout out to everybody who created content for this film festival that is on this positive tip, on this aspirational tip, on this, yo, I could be a dembo artist. I just have to put in the blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? I could be a comedian. I could be a producer. You know, so if we change the narrative, and I love when filmmakers do that through their craft of film, it's so special. And I think the Dominican Film Festival did a really good job of, you know, gathering films of, uh, you know, that were like sort of in that likeness, like of aspiration. And this is what our country looks like. This is what you should be proud of. And this is what you could do. It's all about educating people and being like, hey, I know you have these ideas, but... Look at this. You consume, some people are consuming them both now, right? Bad Bunny just blew that shit up. Tokisha blew it up. Let them learn a little bit about where these people are coming from. Hey, we just had Ana Maria Sayer, who is the new host of Alt Latino, another podcast. They've been around for a long time, paving the way for us podcasters. And she's the one behind the Tokisha Tiny Desk. I know you saw the Tokisha Tiny mm, Desk. It mm. is incredible if you haven't seen it yet. But those are the narratives that just by the craft of, in, in Ana Maria's case, content creating, and in the Dominican Film Festival's case, filmmaking, those are the opportunities that we have to change this narrative that we're talking about. So, yeah. Michelle Adana, yeah. I don't know if you knew that you were going to be interviewed. You were the one oh. conducting the interviews on the red carpet. My first question to you is, first of all, did you have fun? Did you have so much I fun? I had a lot of fun. I met a lot of people um, and, you know, hearing about people that are Dominican, but then have all their cultures also a part of their heritage and um, literally just hearing how people, how they feel. Um, a lot of the rhetoric was that we're so proud. We're so proud. This is yes. a huge event. You know, our people are doing it. We're doing it. They told us to make noise. We're making the noise, people. Yeah. We're being Latinos out loud, not just on yeah. this podcast, outside in the world. But these are my highlights, yeah. Renee was the one that I had a 20-minute conversation. I don't even know <laughs> how much of it you will use it, but I'm telling you that the conversation was... Me and Renee yeah. were like this. I was like, uh-huh, and what else? Yeah. Okay, and what else? <laughs> Whoa, okay, and then how about... Okay, 
and he was just like giving it to, but like in a way he's amazing I, 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 he's, I love amazing. being present when I'm speaking to someone and it felt like it was just me and him and I was like mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. and that's why I went home and read the book or listened to the book you know what I'm saying it was Renee um, that told you to read the alchemist yes. of course it was shout out to Renee pero Michelle thank you yeah. so much for doing what you do for lol that rhymed um I'm glad you're having fun. You look like you're having fun. It sounds like you're having fun. Yeah, it gets me out the house. You know, I'm like, let me do it. Let me go. This is what it's about. You did great. I'm so happy. And this really, it's so great for our podcast because it's like live on the scene. Like, guys, this is not going to be the like top quality audio that you're hearing right now. Michelle and I are on mics. We got our earbuds. We're in, you know, secure and, and silent places. But I love the that like, it's like that newsroom feel, you know, like that 1010 mm. wins. Like you could hear the typewriters going in the background. Like this is that live film festival feel. That live film festival feel caught on audio. I'm nerding out, y'all. Let's get to it. I want to hear yes. what you've captured. Let's get into it. Michelle Adana, live on the red carpet at the Dominican Film Festival. Brah! Hey, y'all. It's Michelle Adana. I'm here at United Palace at the Dominican Film Festival in New York. And right now, I am here with the producers and stars of El App, La Película. Okay, I he- I'm here with Isaac, Jose, and Lydia. And I just want to ask y'all, how does it feel to be in United Palace seeing the movie in a big screen with all the folks, you know, maybe while you were making the movie, it was the pandemic and thinking about being able to finally see other people's reactions and enjoy the movie that you worked so hard on. How do you feel about that? Well, first of all, it's it's a great pleasure for us to be here. And um, it's it's our opportunity to to bring Dominican film to to the United States and to connect with our people. So I mean, we have Lydia here, which is not from Dominican Republic, but she she worked with us in the movie, and we are really happy to 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 be able to show our our our, our film. Movie. Yeah, exactly. I feel good. <laughs> I feel no 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 I feel good. Yeah, I feel so good to to watch the movie on the big screen and. You know, it's like you said, we work a lot in the middle of the pandemic to have the final cut. To make and it happen. To make it happen. And Lydia, uh, she work, works with, with us, uh, and she's your first movie. Yeah, this is my first feature film, and I'm really, really, thank you so much. I'm really proud of it. I'm really happy for it. You know, I think about the time we filmed in Dominican Republic three years ago, it was one of the most beautiful memories of my life and to be able to finally see it uh, in theaters right now in such a beautiful palace I think you know it's the moment like everything come together and I, I know for you know we shot it right before the pandemic and then pandemic happened and so for this movie to really come to us at this point it's it's been through a lot and I'm really proud of everyone you know, Isaac, I know you've been through a lot during, yeah. you know, this whole time. So I'm I'm just really proud to see it. Yeah. Thank you so much. As a producer, how do you feel like you've advocated for this story to be told, especially with these characters and this story? Well, the story, we want to to give in this message in different languages. Okay. We spoke uh, Spanish, English, and Mandarin. And the hacker is 
a Dominican guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And one of the main actresses yes. here. Yes, I, I, we just. And the main actress is here so too. It's Alina. Alina is here. She also works in the movie with a, a really important character. How does it feel to be at the Dominican Film Festival? How was that process of not only getting the script, working through creating the movie during the pandemic, and how it feels to finally be in theaters and seeing other people experience the story as well? Um, well, it's really exciting to be able to see the film here in New York City where I live um, and uh, to see how the Dominican crowd reacts to it. I'm excited to see that. Uh, the process with the script and working with Tabaré, um, yeah, he just approached me with this wonderful character um, and I love that he had thought of me for it. She's a strong-willed, powerful woman. Um, And so it was really fun to embody her. There's also a little bit of action in there, which was fun to to do and try out. Uh, yeah, and we're just excited to all be here uh, to celebrate Dominican filmmaking in, in Little Dominican Republic, too, here in New York. I think it's so important thinking about the different characters Dominican folks play, Latinx folks play, and, you know, a hacker that can all of a sudden do all these amazing things is definitely a new experience and hopefully something that, you know, young folks seeing this can be like, oh, maybe I want to get into coding or something like that. Do you feel like that was also part of the story and trying to get new narratives out there? I think it's our job always to leave something yeah. on the mind of the people that goes and watches the movie. So, yeah, maybe, maybe. Let's see. Let's see what happens. But, but I think the the main thing here is to talk about the future and and what we're living right now with the technology. So, yeah, you're gonna see that. Depende como tú salga de la sala de cine. Oh my God. Entonces, <laughs> si tienes miedo cuando salga. Okay. Yo creo que no va a volver a hacer el podcast. Okay. <laughs> Todavía un poquito spooky season, so okay, I'm a little scared. But thank you so much, thank you so much. I'm excited to see it, thank you. I'm here with Henry Dominguez, the creative director of the Dominican Film Festival, happening right now at the United Palace. Henry, how do you feel? How long of, of this process has it been going? When did you start like planning this all together through a pandemic? Um, thank you for the introduction, Michelle. Uh, this is a process of about... I mean, it goes year long. What's happening in Dominican Republic is that more movies are being made out there and they're getting better and better every year. So that means that we get to see better content by Dominican filmmakers and bring it here to New York City, where there's 1.6 million Dominicans in New York City. One in nine New Yorkers is a Dominican person, so this is a huge market, and I love the support that I receive. Tonight, we're going to pack the United Palace with more than 2,000 people to watch this Dominican film amongst this huge Dominican community, and I feel great. I'm very excited for you to be here with all of us. Yes, I'm so excited. It's definitely an energy in the space of, like, Let's get folks in. Let's watch this movie. Um, and just speaking to some of the cast members from a movie, they were really excited to see everyone's reactions and see how they um, change narratives for the future of like how Dominicans see themselves represented. How do you feel like this film festival really, really pushes 
different narratives and um, Dominican, Dominican folks to see themselves in different ways and, and characters? That is a beautiful question. I, I think that is a platform that is completely necessary because we are responsible for telling our own stories and if we don't have a platform then nobody gets to hear those stories so i'm so glad to be one of the organizing members of this platform dominican film festival so more filmmakers and more artists can share their vision and their stories and and like that we can actually be heard and be recognized as people with talent with creativity and with a story to tell Yes, exactly. So I love that because that's really what we need. We need to create our own platforms if nobody else is going to give us some and really advocate for not only our communities and our audiences, but there's always money in the Latinx community and like correct. people need to invest. Correct, correct. <laughs> this is this is not cheap. This is a very expensive event. So I'm glad that the that I see people present, I, people are showing up and showing out. Everybody looks beautiful. So thank you for being yes, here. Yes, yes. Thank you so much, Henry, for putting this all together and for really advocating for your community. Congratulations. Thank I'm you. so excited to see the rest of the night. Thank you. I'm here with Lali Amante, an amazing actress, and you're here gracing us for the Dominican Film Festival. How does it feel to be here in this space today? It feels amazing because my film, Dysphoria, is about a transgender woman who suffered depression because of gender dysphoria. It was in Soho Film Festival, and the people here, they invited me to be here, and I'm very excited. To, to be in this festival, the Dominican. You know, I learned from it. And also, by the way, viví en Barcelona por cuatro años. Entonces, eso es, this is close to my heart. Okay, okay. Entonces, es de todo el mundo. I love that. I love that. And I love thinking about bringing in LGBTQ viewpoints and talking about it, not only specifically um, for one country, but think about the diaspora of it all and think about how, you know, Spanish language, um, how we use different words and stuff like that and just trying to make things a little more diverse and inviting um, to queer identities. I'm very happy that, you know, more and more LGBTQ representation in Hollywood and film festival, like, we don't need to sugarcoat the story and, you know, we just tell the story on how it is, like, raw. So I love that, you know, like, in year 2022, we need more representation and voices on the LGBTQ community. So, yeah, I think that's amazing, right? I can't wait to to watch some of the LGBTQ yes. team films here. So I'm very excited on that. Yes, I'm very excited about that too. And I'm just excited about also just things kind of moving forward, hopefully, um, for more representation of the queer community, but also the queer people of color community because there is some space now being created with the movie bros just came out and that was like a whole thing but um what was really televised and marketed was like the two main characters which was not of color so i would love to see a lot more diverse narratives and have love stories you know because i feel like lgbtq um stories are so tragic sometimes exactly we're happy people (laughs) so i was i was like i'm having a goosebumps when you mentioned about 
uh, filmmakers of colors because filmmakers of colors are minorities, you know, less represented in Hollywood. And being in LGBTQ, for example, me being a trans woman, like it's double minority. So we need more voices. We need more filmmakers. Our story deserves to be heard. The stories that are tend to be untold are the most powerful exactly, ones. Exactly. So we need to tell stories. Yes, if someone's trying to tell you to stop talking, there's a reason why they want you to stop talking. So definitely continue being out loud, being um, open about everything, and just knowing that we're just human beings. Exactly, right? We breathe the same air. <laughs> exactly. we, you know, we, we eat the same. The same. Exactly. exactly, right? So what's wrong? And I think like, The LGBT and queer community is like very talented because yes. most of the stories are very unique and unheard. Yes. And I think more voices, more stories shared creates awareness that, hey, we're, we're here, we're yeah. visible, you know. Yeah. So I, 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 I'd like to congratulate yeah. you guys for putting this uh, film festival, Dominican Film Festival, yeah. and I'm excited to... To watch the film, so Perfect. yes, thank you so much, thank Lally. You very much. Have a great I love, night. I love enjoy. your eyebrows. I'm thank you. <laughs> I'm here with Elvis Nolasco. Hey, yes, hey, hey. actor, but also part of a lot of beautiful movies, shows, and different projects. How do you feel about this, Elvis? It's always an honor and a pleasure to be a part of the Dominican Film Festival. It's 11th year, so it goes to show that for the past 11 years, something has been, doing, has been done right. And my, uh, my thoughts on that is that it's bringing a collective, uh, a group of actors, directors, producers, and giving us a platform where we are able to show our films, but also show our numbers as a Dominican community in the arts. Yes, I think that is so important, especially now that we're always talking about how to actually get funding, how to actually get produced, how to actually make sure we cast the right folks into the shows and all the projects. And really, it's about numbers. You have the audience. You have the population in New York City alone. That's why it's amazing that this is happening at United Palace, a place that is so tied to Dominican culture um, and that's really really exciting how do you feel like you want to walk out how do you want people to walk out um, after the film festival to, how, how do you want them to feel well you know every human being is going to have their own experience so uh, personally I would love people to just walk out of the festival with a sense of pride with a sense of collectivity yeah. because we are a collective with a sense of inspiration and, and know that it's a beautiful thing to know that you have a home and that you can come back every year and that you can be uh, motivated, moved by the different projects that you're going to watch, whether it's a sci-fi film or a, a comedy or a dramedy, that you're going to have an experience. And that's what the arts does for humanity. It gives us an experience. So I would like to just say that I want everyone to tune in January 15 to Epic's MGM+. Plus for the third season of Godfather of Harlem, where I'm a serious regular alongside Forrest Whitaker. Thank you, thank you. And then Eunice Levis, who is the, uh, the director-producer of Invade, which will screen on Saturday the 5th uh, at Sinopolis. Uh, she recently, just today, we got word that her second film, Rowan the Stardust, just qualified for an Oscar. Wow. 
So okay. keep that name, keep that name in your hearts yes. and mind. Eunice yes. Levy's. For sure. And that's what it's all about. Also, like promoting each other and being able to share and support each other yeah. because the people who have you at the end of the day is your community yeah. and the people that are going to hold you down. Thank you so much, oh, Elvis. Thank you. Thank have you. Thank you. Night. It's a pleasure. Enjoy. And please give Rachel my regard. Hey, y'all. I'm here with Kareem Savignon and Angelique Zambrada. Okay, we're going to talk about the Dominican Film Festival. I'm Michelle Adana. Yeah. Yeah, Michelle Adana. Um, and I want to talk about how you feel um, being here at the Dominican Film Festival, seeing the movie, uh, talk about Dembo. Now they're talking about women in comedy, which is so exciting for me as a comedian. Like, tell me how you feel about being here in the space. I feel blessed to be in the presence of all my peers and beautiful people like Angelique and yourself. Mm-hmm. Um I've been following Jesse and Yuli for many years, and they are phenomenal mm-hmm. Dominican pioneers. So I am overwhelmed with joy. Okay, how about you? Um, I am really touched. You know, when we think about Dominicans in film and having a presence behind and in front of the camera, at the beginning of that is Jesse and Ulysses, yep. from Raising Victor Vargas to um, Soul Plane. I mean, they Je- Jesse had a block he had a main studio film that was charting and was so like playing. yeah i so mean playing. it's a classic sorry so so, so playing no no cursing so playing after seeing the documentary and then kiki and all these dominican comedians i, I just felt like wow i've never even seen I just you know what i mean and she's phenomenal i know but i've never even being in New York, I grew up in a Greek neighborhood, so it's like seeing my people, seeing all these dope like Dominican work, work, comedians. Work, like work. we're moving, we're moving out in the world, not up. You we're what, like expanding across yeah. the globe. Well, you know what it is? <laughs> We've always been around. They just didn't know. Yeah, they didn't, they're we're, finding out. You now. know, when I was a kid and they I would say that I was Dominican, they were like, well, "Where is that Domi- Dominica? The island yeah. of Dominica?" Yeah. And I would look at them like, "I'm nine. How do you not know geography? Word. You don't know where." Yeah, it was like <laughs> being Egyptian and Dominican. You know what's so crazy is that. My name's Kareem. Now, I don't have an accent when I speak English. But if you say some shit, I'll be like, oh, yeah, do, ba 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 And they didn't, they didn't know how to react to that. But the, the, the beauty is that we're all surrounded by amazing Dominican artists mm-hmm. that exist. Mm-hmm. And now, is, is, in my, my, my humble opinion, there's an awakening yeah. amongst our people. Mm-hmm. where we're supporting each other. Before, because we grew up as immigrants, right? What we would do is climb the ladder and then kick the person behind us down right. because it wasn't enough for us to eat. But there's 12 slices in that pie. Yeah. And now everybody's eating. Yeah. And what happens is we're embracing each other. Yeah. So this is a beautiful time right now, yeah. regardless of what's happening in the world. I think. Yeah. yeah, I think we were just talking about how the Dembo um, film like really talks about having different shades of Dominican yes, folks exactly. represented and thinking about even the collab with Tokisha and Madonna, how how much popular that is making Dembo and Dominican culture and people getting hip to it now, but like we've been like yes. bringing it down to it. Yes. Well, that was another thing because I'm Dominican, but I'm half like black Dominican. And when people looked at me, even my own people, they do not think I'm Latina at all. I know I don't look Latina and I grew up in a Greek neighborhood. What does it mean to look Latina nowadays? Exactly. But, exactly. But even my own people didn't even think that I was. But, to, but I know that that's Dominican. I'm super happy to 
for people to see that because we're at we're African. Yeah, you know, we're yeah. African, or, or you look like me, an Italian nah, or a Greek person. we literally came from Africa, y'all. I don't know. Yeah, not like a spoiler alert. I'm like twenty eight percent African. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like yeah. African yeah. Yeah. No. 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 And I. I totally see that and I think you know having more investment in films like that having more attention paid um, to our communities is so important because there is so much talent there is so many like stories to tell it, yeah. that are past this like stereotypical idea of how it Latino exists in this world like yeah. and, and finally we're getting this shit out there and talking about the music because my family comes from music actually pretty much grew up in this club in Copacabana yeah. behind my father used to do the sound here he okay. used to install he's installed the sound in all the Copacabanas mm-hmm. so I've been behind the sound booth <laughs> since yeah. I was like 7 yeah. so I've been the since I was 12 oh and I sang hey. so John <laughs> so so um so anyway when it comes to music Latinos, we've been we've been on the top of the cool since the yeah. beginning. I mean, and also merengue, we can make a song about anything. There was like, you remember there was a song was like La Vaca, Moo, like because it's yeah. the it's the freaking yeah. music. Like we move you, like of it comes course. from the gut. Of course, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. we can make anything fly. Exactly, and I'm so excited that people are like getting hip to it, right? As we yes. were saying, but also like knowing. There is so much that the Latino community has to offer investment-wise. Like, they're gonna, they're watching movies, they're listening to music, all of this stuff, and like companies, big companies, have to realize how much wealth there is in these communities and how much they should invest in like Latinx characters in their shows and all their mainstream media because we're important, we're out here and I think something that was really important, uh, my last question for you is just thinking about how big we are in numbers and how much how much stronger we could be if we were more unified. Yes, I remember being, I was in a film, Illegal Tender, when I was, that was like my first film. Frank mm-hmm. Reyes directed it. It was a studio film, Universal, through um, a deal that John Singleton uh, did. And not a lot of Latinos went to support it because mm-hmm. we've been in the United States and I don't think that we, I think a lot of the, Latinos think they didn't have to support because we're here. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, the black community, they put themselves on the map. They yeah. supported, they put the numbers forward. For Dumbao, for example, it going across the world in its popularity, I hope that that would show that that the uh, studios don't actually have to focus solely on the Latino community to expand Latino culture and Latino projects and stories across the world. Mm-hmm. Because in Greece and Italy, there's a hip-hop scene. Yeah. And I'm looking at the documentary, and I was just in Greece, and the, the hip-hop there is from the streets also. Mm-hmm. And it's from, you know, what's going on with the economy. So it's not that different. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So that struggle is not that different everywhere. Yeah. So I think that we don't even have to think in the scope of trying to just get Latinos. Like, people yeah. love us. Yeah. You know, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like they lo- And more people even know about Dominicans and other places and probably even in some places in the United States. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we have to worry that way. And speaking for me, who's been here from an early age and... In, in the in the film industry Man. I never cared I never saw the fact that I was Latino as mm-hmm. a limitation mm-hmm. I was like I'm here 
I don't see that that way because if you do, you're gonna already have something put against you. Right, right. So that's what I feel. I feel that the studios shouldn't have to rely on just a Latino audience yeah. because everyone will identify with the story. Like yeah. there was um, La Gordita. Yeah. That's an immigrant story. That's yeah. not just a Latino story. Mm-hmm. So it, we have a big scope across the whole world of people that we could reach. Mm-hmm. And who doesn't want to dance to our music, okay? That's yeah. the thing. Our yeah. talent. That's the thing that's beautiful about us. Our talent goes everywhere. You don't even need to speak Spanish. Right. So that's my hope. Shout out to the Dominican <laughs> Film Festival. It was, yes. it was, it was uh, estupendo. Uh-huh. <laughs> we need more. Okay. We need more. I think Amazon uh, Music have done such an amazing job to support such a great project. I think it's a project that's going to showcase what Dominican is really about. And it's going to take a little bit away from the stigma mm. that we all Latinos are the same. Yeah. We are now. Yeah. We have created this mass, um, you know, interest about who we, what we identify about. And this music have really, you know, translated in so many ways that we have Bad Bunny, the number one artist in the whole wide world, you know, using the same rhythm that we use in Dominican Republic. So that tells you that we are moving into the right, in the right kind of path. So for the Dominican Film Festival to be able to showcase that, in a very like capsule, like it's very, yes. you know, in, in una in una manera tan sensual que uno puede eh, entender lo que está sucediendo en la República Dominicana is is wonderful because now people understand it. Okay, thank okay? you so much. <laughs> thank you so much, uh, both of you. First of all, what's up, everybody? My name is Renee Rosado. You could find me at Renee Rosado at Instagram. Um how I feel about being here. So I've been doing this about 20 years, right? And um, when you take a 20-year journey, uh, as an artist, Carlos, you understand we have our ups and downs, right? There's times where uh, it's good, and there's times when it's bad. And um, so I want to share tonight about when it's bad. See, because everyone talks about... Today we're celebrating. We're celebrating uh, accomplishments, right? Uh, But we never talk about those moments when we wake up and we're like, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? And um, so I feel today that on the days that I have my dip and I question if I was doing the right thing, uh, though I don't need external affirmations because I'm slowly understanding who I am and understanding of my internal affirmations, it's always good to, to feel um, every now and then an external affirmation, especially with your people. Um, so that's how I feel right now, like to, to be here today, to be doing this for 20 years, to, um, to, to, to meet other filmmakers and to understand their journey. Even though their journey is different from mine, uh, we still have the same, uh, the same dips, and those dips are doubts. And any artist be it filmmaker, uh, actor, uh, writer, whatever, producer, we all have those doubts. And um, it's harder for us as Latinos because most of our families, we don't come from, we don't have la tía o el tío que era productor de donde sea, you know what I mean? And we don't have that. So, um, So to be here and to experience a community of people who have actually just, just like, survived the dip on their own, on their own. Yeah. Carlos, 
I just, you know, to, to, to have Carlos, Carlos, by the way, Carlos, I know as a, as a podcast, so Carlos is sitting next to me. I don't need this gentleman to explain to me his journey uh, uh, for me to understand that his journey has been difficult. But what I am proud of is that Carlos is next to me and, and he has acquired uh, his version of what it is to, uh, to wake up and still figure it out when it was hard. And I actually admire that. I admire that. And that's what I admire for every single Latino actor, writer, producer, director, everything is the fact that we we don't we don't have we don't we don't have that background where mommy or daddy or anyone was was supporting us. You know, what I mean, it's on it's solely on us and the tribe that you get. And the fact that, like, I'm here standing with a bunch of uh, artists, uh, Latino artists, uh, figuring it out they have figured it out and still are figuring it out yeah. is actually pretty fucking dope yeah. <laughs> no i totally understand that because i am also a comedian and an actor and a writer yeah. and all of that and yeah, yeah. so i think it's so much harder to find your own path and try to build that path yourself yeah. than going down whatever route would be easiest and especially when you don't come from money let me just say it's a lot harder because there's no one there to pay your rent for the month nah you gotta hustle you gotta figure yeah. out how you're gonna make that those eight hundred dollars whatever trap, it is right that that's the trap the trap is the fact that um uh is is uh society wants you to think that because you don't come from something you aren't that we've always been that we've always been that we've always been rich we come from the richest culture think about the way our songs um, our our food when we sit at a table uh, our God our our loyalty our honesty you know um, uh, we come from richness we are rich now um, I feel that um, we tend to subside to a um, an idea of success. I think I think because uh, we f- we we were told that rich is money, therefore success is money. But we have always been rich and we've always been successful. We come, listen, Puerto Rico comes from riches comes from riches we, we there, there is no I'm, I'm from Puerto Rico right like so uh, every island stems from riches the the triangle slave trade would never have happened would never have happened with, with without our riches now but we were not part of this as as much as the systemic uh, system tries to hold us down uh, we are still rich our rich may not come from the money in the bank. Our rich comes from our mind. Our rich comes from our heart. Our rich comes from our culture. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. That's rich, baby. Yes. That's rich. And, and they want to buy into it now. Yeah, and I don't, want, I don't want us to feel, especially as new artists, upcoming artists, that, that, that rich is in the bank. As a matter of fact, our rich is in our heart. Our rich is in our mind. Our rich is in our culture. We are billionaires before we even acknowledged it. And if we are manifesting this thing, then we got to start understanding that. Yes. You know what I mean? That's, that's a beautiful way to put it. It's very much about thinking about community and how much value there is there and how community will always have you. Community will always hold you down no matter what you're going through. And when they don't understand that, um, that's a lesson as well. 
No, there, I, I expectations are an interesting thing. When you, when you start as when you start young, you expect people to be good the way you're good, but that's not the case. That's not reality. In reality, you're going to have people that may t- try to downtrod you, right? But either you could be a victim, or you can be a victor. And when that happens to me, I want to be a victor. So how do I do that? I sit down. I I acknowledge what's happening. I say yes, that hurt me, but I no longer need this person in my life. I'm actually grateful for the things that I'm grateful for. Two things: the good things that happened to me and the bad things that happened to me. Right? We can't just be like we can't just be like. Um, remember? When, uh, well, I don't know your age, right? But um, but uh, what was it like? Uh, fine. There's there was a show. There's a show where Bob Saget. Remember? Uh, what was that? Full House. Um, so we grew up watching, I grew up watching Full House. Um, at the end of every 30-minute episode, no matter what's happening, there's Bob Saget there, and he, and he hugs everybody, and they have a Full House moment. That's not our lives. We don't have a Full House moment. We don't have the Bob Saget. I thought that that was what family was. I thought that was what life was, because they pitched us that. You know, so therefore, my entire journey... All I thought was, well, I, I got to get out of the storm. And instead, about a, cu- a couple years ago, something switched. And I was like, wait a minute. Not saying that life is a storm, but if it is, why try to escape it? See, I, I'm done fighting against the wind. I am now going to flow with the winds. I want to be the light in the storm. I'm going to be the eye in the storm, baby. So no matter where I flow, I'm the eye, baby. You're the eye. We're all the eye of the storm. There may be chaos anywhere around us, but God protects us. So no matter where we walk, those winds need to move. They need to spread. We're parting seas, baby. And that is the richest of the Latino culture. We have that. You know what I mean? Like, this shit's dope. This shit is dope. See, like... It's not that it's against you. If anything, if it is against you, grow from it, learn from it, move forward from it, and allow yourself to learn from it, especially allow yourself to learn who you are from it. The more you know who you are, the, the, the more good things come in. Uh, the more bad things come in, the more you know who you are too. But if, if I am going to sit here as an artist and say, well, life is good all the time, I'm lying. I'm lying. And then I, I don't deserve to be even talking to you. So to be honest with you, I've learned from the bad. No, that's very true. You know, I'm first generation. It's only me and my mom out here. And I graduated from college yep. during a pandemic. Yep. And I was like, you know what? Nothing matters. Nothing matters. The world is burning down right now. And the only thing I want to think about right now is following my dream. Yes. I don't care. I don't care. I'm going to do it. And you know what? I've been on this journey. It's been amazing. It's been a roller coaster, as you were saying. It has to be a roller coaster. If it isn't a roller coaster, it's not your dream. Yeah. If it isn't a roller it's not your dream. You need the bad. That is beautiful. Thank you so much, Rene. Thank you so much. This is so true. Thank you so much, Rene. Thank you so much. Let's go. Yes, thank you so much. Wow. Wow, you were not lying when you said you really spoke to each and every one of them and at length. Yeah. It's incredible. I had so much fun. Very grateful to have been there. Very grateful to have been just like fully accepted with um, open arms. Um, Nobody was like checking me at the door like, what's your nationality? Um, So Mm. I was very grateful to be in that space and especially um, 
just kind of almost like um, being able to appreciate even more and put more respect on the culture that very much raised a lot of a lot of me and like I I love Dominican culture and I love Dominican love people um, and and I was just proud to be there and be like yeah this is what y'all doing yeah what else you know so um, yes. very grateful had a great time and thank you to the Dominican Film Festival and I can't wait to see what happens next year. Shout out to Armando, shout out to Henry, Martin, everybody over there. Shout out to everybody who gave us these amazing sound bites and all the Dominicans that contributed to the 80 films that were featured in this year's Dominican Film Festival. Cannot wait for next year. You know we're going to one-up this game. You yeah. know we're going to be more immersed. I am so excited for next year. We also got to see what we could do for the Dominican Film Festival in the Dominican Republic. Oh. So, yeah, all of that has to be what? figured out. Yeah. Um, but, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of work. You said it before. There's a lot of work that has to be done. We got the assignment. We know what we got to do. Let's just mm. continue to do it. Look, there's nothing like that film festival vibe. I mm. love that we could bring it to the LOLeros vis-a-vis -vis the microphone and Michelle Adana live yeah. on the scene. There's mm -hmm. going to be more. Oh, anybody listening out there, if there's a film festival any kind of festival, theater festival, or if you know people doing incredible things and that Latinos Out Loud should cover it, holler at us. 978-LATINOS is the phone number, okay? You can email us at wearelatinosoutloud at gmail.com. You can hit us on all the socials. We are Latinos Out Loud, except for Twitter, where we're Latinos Out Loud underscore. Please let us know what you want to hear more and what you want Michelle Adana to get on the scene and cover live. Back on the scene, crispy and clean. That's one thing I got to shout you out also. You are always so crispy and clean. I mean, like, the fashion is always, yeah. it's ever-present. You never disappoint. I'm just like, you belong in the MoMA. Just you. I do. I do, yeah. Always keeping it authentic. Michelle Adana, I adore you so much. <laughs> so much. I love I'm not the I am not the only one. The world adores you. Uh, just keep it up. Yeah. Simple. Just keep it up. This yeah. is so great. Hello, Aleros. Thank you so much for listening. This has been the Dominican Film Festival recap or red carpet recap because, you know, mm. we've been talking about it throughout the season. It's nice to put a pretty little bow on it now. Yeah. Um, and thanks again for just working so hard for us. Thank this you for awesome. having me. I can't wait for the next one. Words, tell everybody where they can follow you on social and stuff. Oh, yes. Um, you can follow me at Michelle Adana, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-A-D-O-N-N-A. -N -N it's a long one. It's okay. Um, and I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Twitter. I'm on email. You know, Venmo Cash App. Um, and I, uh, yeah, my next big thing is um, I'm going to L.A., for um, the, so I was in a movie, it's called A History of the Waiting Rooms, um, directed and written by Lorena Rusi. And we're gonna go to LA for the premiere, so I'm yes! excited! Yes! That's so um, exciting! Yes! And so you Love will it. see a li another little fashion moment from me. So oh, yeah, I'm excited, you know, writing and just taking in all the information I'm getting and just wanting to put all that passion and love and experience and authenticity into my work. So thank you so much for having me. Um, and shout out it. Latinos Out Loud. Hey, thank you so much. And follow Lorena Rusi at Colonial Man Face on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. She is one to watch, people. One yeah. to watch. You heard yeah. it. 
I mean, not first, because she's been doing it for a while, but she's one to watch. Okay, yeah. shout out. Have the best time. I love to hear Thank this. You. This is incredible. Uh, we will expect a full recap of that experience. Ooh. Ooh. And we'll have to have Lorena on the show to talk about it as well. So if you yes. can hook that up, that will be dope. Easy. That's like, let me tell you a little, little like, like Rachel's like a mom to me and Lorena's like a father to me. <laughs> so I can make that quick. I'll bring the family together. No problem. I love that. Lorena, I love that we're co-parenting. We're doing a good job. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I wish we could see each other more as co-parents, but I think we're doing a fine job here it, with it Michelle. Ha- whatever. It works. It works. Yeah. <laughs> The, Familia, the baby. Yeah. Familia, baby. Keep it going. Okay. There's so much love here. Uh, but you know, we got to get on with our lives now. We could make a six hour podcast if you want, but I'm not mm. really prepared for it. I got to get a meal mm. in at some point. Yeah. Um, I love you, Toots. You're the best. Keep it up. Love you and too. thank you so much thank for you. what you do. Thanks for your existence. Thank your parents for me, too, just for doing what they did. Okay, okay yo, gotcha, gotcha. this is Latinos Out Loud. We out. Make sure to follow us. Thank you to the LOLeros for listening. And, of course, everybody behind the scene. Shout out to August and shout out to Josie for making this show just mwah, chef's kiss. All right, on Ooh. that note, we out. <laughs>